radio. I knew someone called Kevin who used to work high up in Burton's and then Topman. And he had a really nice car and a nice house. You know, he'd worked his way to earning a very nice salary. And Kevin surprised all of his friends one day by saying that he was going to go off to Rome and train to be a priest. And he's now serving happily in another diocese. Um, Kevin was an older man and he told me that one key moment for him was one day he was sitting in his house and he was looking around and it was like the scales fell from his eyes and he said to himself, it's all bricks and mortar. It's all bricks and mortar. In other words, this nice house, this nice car, all these things he had, all these wealthy possessions he owned, were all destined to pass away, were all de destined to crumble. There was nothing lasting. There was nothing that he could really hold on to. And that moment of realization led um, to various steps um, and then to ordination as a priest. But what was it for Kevin that enabled him to see that, to look around and just see these are passing things, this is just bricks and mortar? Well, the eyes of faith. Faith enables us to see what's truly important and what's trivial, to see what's enduring and what's just passing. The author of the Hebrews talks about those who have great faith. This is our second reading. He talks about Abraham, about Sarah, Isaac and Jacob, people who all believed in God's promises. And an interesting characteristic of these people is that they were searching for their heavenly homeland, their real homeland, as the book of Hebrews puts it. So for every human being, of course, our homeland is not here. It's not among the passing things of this world. Our true home is in heaven. We're created for that. Jesus then in the gospel talks about storing up treasure for ourselves in heaven. And he says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So as people of faith, we can't treasure the things of this world. We can't invest ourselves in them. We have to have our eyes on the things of heaven. We have to have our eyes firmly fixed on God. Because too, our hearts are made for God. Our hearts are made for heaven. They're not meant to be satisfied by anything in this world. And if we have a real faith, it does change everything. It enables us to see what people value in this world so often as actually trivial. It enables us to put God at the centre. 
Too often I actually think that real faith is quite rare. When we get baptised, which happens probably most of us, most of all to us as children, but whenever we get baptised, we receive what we call the virtue of faith. So the virtue of faith is infused into us. It's a huge gift, but being baptised doesn't necessarily lead to a living faith. For that, we need to make what's called an act of faith. This is the moment when we say, I believe, when we invest in it personally. And that's not what confirmation is about. People sometimes make that mistake. Confirmation is about confirming something that has been decided for you. It's not, it's another sacrament of initiation. The act of faith doesn't necessarily go with confirmation because the same thing can happen. A great gift is given But we do not make a personal decision for belief in Jesus Christ. We do not embrace his gospel. We do not put him at the centre. That's when faith becomes real and living. It's when we begin to want to know God, want to love him and hope in him. There was an interview with a man called Jordan Peterson that I watched um, fairly recently. He's a rising star in social media, kind of political social commentator. He's got psychological training. Um, And he was asked the question, did he believe in God? And he said he wasn't ready to make that statement because of what it would entail. He said, to say, I believe in God, is to say that I am going to radically change my life, that my decisions are going to start to revolve around him. In other words, to say I believe is a responsible thing. It's not a thing we say casually or in passing. Yeah, I believe because we're all Catholics in my family. I believe because I've always gone to church. No, to say I believe is to make clear to everyone that you are in a relationship with God, that he is the centre of your life, that your decisions revolve around him. Remember, faith is not just knowing that God exists. When you think about the devil and the demons, know that. As St. Paul says elsewhere, the demons know that Jesus is the Son of God, but they don't have a relationship with him. They don't have what we want with our Lord. So for us that say that we do believe, if that's true, then it's a great grace. But of us, much will be expected, as Jesus says, to whom much is given, much will be expected. And the gospel, as the scriptures often do, calls us to a state of readiness to be dressed for action and to have our oil lamps lit because Jesus says the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Why is that? Because it seems a bit unfair, doesn't it? God's thinking about when can I do the second coming and he's looking at human beings thinking, well, I'll wait until they're all asleep 
or when they're least suspecting me and I'll spring it on them. Then we'll see, you know. But it isn't that our Lord wants to catch us out. But I think he's saying to us that we cannot delay our getting ready. We can't put it off like we put off, you know, cleaning the house for someone that we know is going to come in three weeks' time and say, we'll get it ready a few days before. He wants us to live in, in a permanent state of readiness, to be alert, to not leave off conversion, to not leave off growing in our faith till later. He wants us to embrace it now. He wants us to get ready for heaven now. We need to be found ready whenever he comes for us, whether that be at the end of our life or in the second coming. And remember, he will come to take us to our heavenly homeland if we are ready for it. But this is the homeland for which our hearts were made. This is the homeland where our hearts belong. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.